Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your headphones, through your Alexa, wherever you listen to the bar. We are grateful. I love to start the show. By shouting out the listeners, appreciate you guys checking out the Bar Podcast, your favorite podcast. And I ask you to take your phone out, whatever device you're you're using. Well, it has to be a phone, I guess. And screenshot your player, tag us, let us know that you're you're listening, you're enjoying your favorite podcast. Also, I want to make an announcement for those that uh, have purchased bar gear whether it's the shirt with the logo or a hat anything you hear my voice right now i want you to either take a new picture in your bar gear use the hashtag the bar gear on instagram twitter uh facebook or go find the old picture when you first got it and you posted it and use that hashtag the bar gear uh so we can we're actually trying to build the the bar gear brand and so that helps us create uh more awareness about what we have going on there And what I do every week is bring you an awesome guest. This guest is just like the rest of them, another awesome one. Um, We had our signals crossed a few times, but by God's grace, we're able to make it happen. I'm bringing to you none other than Mr. Dustin. How are you, sir? I'm well. Thank you, Dwayne. So good to be on with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Highly anticipated uh, and a little confusion, but we made it happen, man. I'm, I'm grateful that you're able to take time out to come on the show. And I'm going to give you the floor right away to jump right in and uh, introduce yourself to my listeners. Uh, anything you want to share, whether it's personal, professional, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. Yeah, so my name is Dustin Binge. Um, I am a um, 
visiting professor at Munster Bible College in Cork, Ireland. I'm also a lecturer here on uh, the Southern Seminary campus in Louisville, Kentucky for the Andrew Fuller Center for Baptist Studies. So I help uh, Dr. Michael Haken uh, along with that center, and we hold academic conferences and various things throughout the year to encourage Baptist studies. Um, yeah, I grew up in Kentucky, um, and actually I turned 38 years old next week. So just recently graduated with my PhD from Southern uh, this past December, and uh, my wife and I, uh, my wife Molly, uh, who is an elementary school teacher. We both, uh, of course, live in Louisville now and uh, just enjoying life at the moment. Awesome. Awesome, man. So you're turning 38. So probably by the time this podcast comes out, you'll be 38. Uh, so we're right yeah. there together. Um, I'm 37. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll be okay. 38 uh, next year. So you're older than me, so I can call you old. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, so so my first question, um, because I, I didn't know, um, I, I guess, your your involvement with with Southern. Um, talk a little bit about how you got into the role of you said you're a lecturer and uh, kind of fill out a little bit what that entails and uh, and, and what, what you got going on at Southern. Yeah, sure. So after my bachelor's degree, um, many years ago, I started a, a Master of Divinity degree at Southern uh, just because it was in the state I grew up in. Southern was the closest to uh, where my family lived. And also, of course, they were known for their ardent biblical fidelity and theological preciseness. And so that's where I wanted to attend and study. I did an MDiv here. And then immediately um, started a Ph.D. here. Um, in between that time, uh, there were various uh, pastorships and, and other ministry opportunities that I um, was involved in. But during my MDiv work, I became very close with Michael Haken, who is a church history and biblical spirituality professor here on campus. Uh, I began to assist him. I was his grader. So that meant I graded all of his classes, all mm. of his students' work, which was quite um, quite a task um, during my master's work. And I just immediately wanted to study under him. So he was my Ph.D. supervisor as well. So when I moved uh, from pastoral ministry back to Louisville uh, a couple years ago in order to finish my Ph.D., uh, he asked me to come on um, and assist him with the Andrew Fuller Center for Baptist Studies. So as a lecturer and his administrative assistant at the moment, um, I organize academic conferences uh, throughout the year, as well as um, edit uh, publications for him. Um, we also publish some things through the Fuller Center uh, that I also oversee. So nice. during our conferences, our comp one of our conferences uh, next year, I will actually be speaking at that conference and uh, along with other scholars that fly in from around the world. And our subject is on angels throughout church history. Oh, wow. Gotcha. That sounds awesome, man. Good deal. Um, I think the way that I uh, discovered you and a lot of people is through the Twitter space. 
Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you, you've been getting a lot of uh, retweets and screenshots and all of that. Uh, how has that? Uh, I mean, ha- I'm sure you've noticed probably the increase in the in the uh, <laughs> in the followers and things like that. How how has that been? Has, you know, because I know Daryl talks about one of my uh, one of the guys on my network talks about you know how it just seems overwhelming sometimes the number of retweets and all of that. Uh, how have you been managing that and how does that feel? And do you know what kind of sparked it to start increase lately? Yeah, well, I, I've only kind of seen the spark just because of kind of my phone notifications blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> so um, about this time last year, so it was about March or so of last year, uh, Dwayne, I had about – maybe six to 700 followers. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was this time a year ago. Um, And I just wanted to start, I I was not on Twitter a whole lot during that period. I didn't really kind of feed it a lot. So I wasn't posting very often and so on, just kind of sporadically. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to have a little more presence on Twitter. So I just started posting regularly. Um, Mm. I was not involved in lots of kind of conversations on Twitter. I just wanted to post good, sound, biblical, theological thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I do. Um, I kind of stay out of the stream of uh, Twitter dumpster fires and and kind of the latest (laughs) propaganda that that goes Mm -hmm. on and so on. And I just feel like there are so many people, as I have discovered, starving for sound biblical encouragement and doctrine mm-hmm. and theology. And so I have set kind of my platform of being about that. And so over that course of, it's been about a year now, um, I'm at over uh, 11,000 followers. And so wow. I'm very humbled by that. Um, it's, it, it is overwhelming, uh, to kind of see the screenshots and retweets and likes and, <laughs> and so on. But I'm so encouraged yesterday, I posted something about Charles Spurgeon and it was mm-hmm. about loving books and it's had over a thousand likes over wow. 300 retweets. And it's like, if I can promote Spurgeon and his theology, then I say, praise the Lord for that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure no that that is awesome that is awesome and i and i love your approach uh you know like you say you you avoid the dumpster fires and propaganda because there's a lot of that on twitter and i think that's yeah. why it's probably popularized so much because like you said there's a there's a need and a a, a, a desire to have that you know in your feed you know uh yeah, yeah. you get so much of the I, other I think- stuff I think, Dwayne, people are getting tired of that. They're, they're getting tired mm-hmm. of kind of the uh, quick snippets of something, uh, talking about somebody or critiquing somebody <laughs> or uh, the political conversations or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of standing over here waving my hand saying we need to come back to the center. We need to stand on mm-hmm. the scripture. We need to relish the faith once delivered to all the saints. And that's my calling is to promote that. My calling is to promote the scripture. My calling is to lift up Christ and the gospel. And with social media platforms, uh, that's what I desire to do. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome, man. Um, and <clears throat> you know, it means a lot to me cause I, 
you know, with the podcast, as much as I really don't like social media, I have to be engaged uh, in order to, you know, increase awareness of the podcast and things like that. Right. Um, and it, and it's, it's always cool to uh, to see, you know, people retweet your stuff and. And like you yeah. said, in the in the midst of all the other stuff going on and and all yeah, of that, yeah. man. So yeah, I, I knew I was like, man, you know, I gotta have this guy on. At the least, yeah. he can retweet me, and I get some more followers. Yeah, kidding. yeah. I was kidding. No, I'm very happy to do so. <laughs> oh man, but no, you know, I I, I was everything that I read. Like you said, is it was gospel centered. It was it was solid. You know, uh, biblical centered. And I was like, yeah, this is uh I would love to, 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 you know, I, I feel like anytime I have a guest on the show, I make a new friend. If I don't already know you, I feel like, you know, this is, yeah, this is somebody yeah. else I can, I can call a friend, man. And, and I definitely wanted to do that with you. Um, so uh, as far as uh, your, your local church and, and things on that nature, uh, I know you, you kind of alluded to it. Uh, talk a little bit about that as far as your involvement there. Um, because again, I have a theme and I didn't even create a theme. My last three or four interviews have been dealt with people at seminaries, um, whether yeah, it's yeah. president, you know, uh, I've had Dr. Allen uh, recently right. interviewed him and recently yeah. interviewed uh, someone, another person from Midwestern. So uh, I've noticed a trend for, for whatever reason, but I want, and, and I always like those guys to point back to the local church. Talk about a little bit about your involvement there and what do you see there in your community and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've been in kind of my testimony as I went to Sunday school before I was born. In other words, <laughs> my, my family <laughs> raised me in church. And so I've never known anything but church and church ministry. I announced um, a calling to preach at a very young age so I was actually 14 uh, years old when I announced a calling to preach. And so I've been in ministry, preaching and pastoral ministry uh, for about 23, 24 years now. Um, during my MDiv work, I pastored a church in Kentucky, uh, the First Baptist Church of Jackson, Kentucky. Um, I pastored that church for uh, five years. And then I received a call to come and be an associate pastor at Christ Fellowship Baptist Church in Mobile, Alabama, uh, where Steve Lawson was actually the pastor of. And so gotcha. uh, during that time, I uh, married my wife. We married. We picked up after a few months of marriage, moved to Mobile, Alabama. And so while I was in Mobile at Christ Fellowship, um, after about two years or so of being in that role, uh, Dr. Lawson announced his retirement from pastoral ministry, and um, and they, the elders of the church, decided uh, to place me into the interim preaching pastor role. And so um, Dr. Lawson's last Sunday was kind of my first Sunday in the pulpit there, and I filled the pulpit for over uh, over one year, uh, mm -hmm. maybe a little longer than that, uh, until we found a pastor. And so once a pastor was found, my wife and I decided that, well, actually, you know, I thought to myself, if I'm ever going to finish my Ph.D., I'm going to have to go back and live um, in Louisville so I can be there. So every day that I'm at Southern Seminary 
it's a reminder that I have to finish my degree. <laughs> and so um, that's what we did. We picked up, sold our house, moved back to Louisville uh, for me to finish the PhD, which I did in December. And so now, Dwayne, we're really praying and, and hoping and searching and thinking through where the Lord would have us to serve, mm-hmm. uh, whether that would be in pastoral ministry, whether that would be in a uh, professorship role at a school or a seminary, while also serving as a preaching or teaching pastor. Um, in addition to that, we're just not sure yet. Um, mm-hmm. So we are praying and thinking through that. Uh, I preach on a pretty regular basis now. Um, I had quite a few things scheduled for the fall, some various conferences that I'm speaking at in New England and uh, the Cruciform Conference, which will be, uh, which has been advertised quite readily on social media, which mm-hmm. will be in Indianapolis in October, and some other really wonderful events uh, that the Lord has opened for me. And so, again, we're praying that the Lord would open a door of ministry very soon uh, now that I'm finished with um, my degree. Right. Awesome. That is cool, man. And I like, I like that. And that's, that's, uh, you know, definitely praying that you find, uh, somewhere, but that's real, you know, that's not, that's, that's, you really are like in that situation where you're looking, you know, you're praying, you're trying to find a spot. I love that. Like, I like anything that's, that's not, you know, the fake answer or, you know, whatever. I love people that actually going through life. Cause I feel like my listeners can relate. There's somebody that may be yeah, in the sure, same kind sure. of transition yeah. and, you know, looking for a church. So I, I appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, that's awesome. Well, so uh, I'll go share ahead. just in addition to that, that it, it's difficult. Um, it's, it's a problem. Oh, sure. it, it's somewhat discouraging and depressing when one doesn't have a pastoral position or a ministry position that you want to be in. Um, and I do share that on social media, um, my calling and the desire, kind of feeling like Jeremiah, kind of a fire shut up in your bones, and you just want to preach, and you, you want to be like George Whitfield and just go out into the woods or somewhere and start preaching to the trees. And so I understand where it is to be in between, but God has taught me so much, Dwayne, about himself and about patience and about perseverance um, et cetera, living in between. And my mom has given me some great advice. Mm. She has often told me, do not waste your wilderness wandering years. Wow. And so I feel kind of like Israel wandering around in the wilderness at the moment, <laughs> uh, but I know and trust God has a promised land for us to go to and serve. Awesome. That is good. That, that, now that's a tweet, man. Don't you <laughs> yeah, that, there we go. <laughs> that's how easy it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That's, that's a tweet right there, man. So, you know, it was funny. You was telling me about, you know, uh, going to, um, uh, Dr. Lawson's church and, and all that. We've had Dr. Lawson on the show. Uh, it was early on. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah. yeah that awesome guy. Definitely, definitely enjoy him. But when you was telling your story, it reminded me so much of the guests I had, uh, you know, before this show, uh, Dr. Swain out of, uh, RTS Orlando. Uh-huh. I was like, yep. It, like, it's almost like y'all were chasing each other, you know, or I guess you came <laughs> after him, but kind of the yeah. same path, you know? So that, that was, my my for a moment I literally like paused I was like wait a minute 
is this a repeat interview? Like, what am I? I could. It, I literally <laughs> thought that this is me just being real open, you know, just yeah, being yeah. out there. Yeah, My mind sure. went there because I think he went to. I think he was there as a elder at a time or whatever. I don't know what the time frame was, but it just it just all just started running together on me. So I just kind of had a weirded out moment right there. So forgive me, listeners, for getting off on that. But anyway, <laughs> back back to the show. Um, well, so, actually, Dwayne, just now that you say that, it was Dr. Allen, Jason Allen, that grew up in Mobile. There we go. Okay. Dr. Lawson. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I knew it was somebody, man. Mom, I, yes, I do this yes, so yes. much, man. So, gotcha. Yeah. So, no, Jason Allen. and I, we crossed paths kind of in Mobile. He had already left, came mm-hmm. to Southern when I went down to Mobile. So, he was serving gotcha. at Southern um, when I was at Mobile. But I knew... I know uh, his wife's parents very, very well. We got to know them. I know his parents. Um, so, yes, we we moved in those same circles in the South. Gotcha. I was trying to figure yeah. it out, man. I, I'm glad, I appreciate you clearing that up for me. Cause I yeah, was, no, I was, of course. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. All right. So um, next question, man. Um, you, you talk about, you know, uh, going back to school, which, you know, definitely is an awesome thing. And, and how, you know, right now it seems like you're at the crest of whatever direction you're going to go, whether it's, you know, pastor or professor or whatever. Um, so what, I guess, what are some of the, the decision making things for you uh, in uh, deciding that, that, that route? Cause I, like talking to Dr. Allen, talking to Dr. Swain, they talked about how they thought they were going to be a pastor, but then they went to the academic. Uh, uh, is that some, is that kind of the same uh, battle you're going through uh, in your mind and I guess in your spirit? You know, some somewhat it is. I, I'm not sure that I see such a difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes we compartmentalize. Of course, a pastor is a very specific calling that we have in Scripture that Paul talks about an individual is called to do as an elder and a pastor. Um, we don't really see kind of academician mentioned in Scripture. We see, you know, the spiritual gift of teaching and right. things of that nature and administration as also a gift. So that would kind of fit in the academic realm. But at the moment, I think I, I could say that I see both as very biblical ministries. So you have to have, even in a uh, professorship, in in the academic situation, you are in essence acting in a pastoral way. Mm -hmm. So you have students, you don't have um, the type of pastoral authority over them as one would exhibit in the church, but there is a pastoral nature, a pastoral sensitivity, uh, pastoral care that you give to your students through teaching. And so it, it's, I think, the preaching and the teaching that is my desire and how that fits into the puzzle of whether that would be the local church or the academy is up to the Lord in regard to where he would open that door. Nice. That's that's good. That's a good way to to, to think about that. That's awesome. So right here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This is the Chocolate Knox. If you love that wonderful sensation of chewing glass, this is the show for you. Cross Politic is a weekly show and podcast that mixes the taboo formula of faith, culture, 
and politics proclaiming the Lordship of Christ in every corner of our culture. Hallelujah. Gabriel Wrench is a deacon from Texas, and he wears overalls. One time. <laughs> Chocolate Knox, a.k.a. David Shannon. He's a movie maker from Minnesota. Action! I'm Toby Sumter, pastor here in Moscow, Idaho, and I used to live in Alaska. Did you know that? No. No. We've interviewed everyone from Alveda King to Ted Cruz to Steve Dace to Walter Williams, and we invite you to join us here at Cross Politic as we learn to fight, laugh, and feast all to the glory of God. CrossPolitik.com. All right, we're back in here with my friend, Mr. Dustin. Um, excited to have you on the podcast. Appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come on the show. Definitely an honor and a privilege. And what we'd like to do on the tail end of the show is I give you my three signature bar questions. These are questions I ask all of my guests. Uh, they're different questions, but the thing is people have been stealing my signature bar questions, so they're not uh -oh. as original <laughs> anymore. Uh, so uh, uh, let's see who was the last one that stole my uh Man, I forgot the name. I apologize, guys. I was trying to give you a shout out. But anyway, signature bar question number one is, what kind of music do you listen to? Oh, wow. That, that's an interesting question. I'm a runner, and so I, I run. And so a lot of the music that I listen to is while I'm running. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like, and I don't know that there is even a genre for this, but I like epic music, kind of like, trailer music does that make sense yeah, i know it's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. weird but it's it's kind of epic movie type mm -hmm. major uh so obviously you would call that like classical type music but it's big heavy loud mm -hmm. kind of when you listen to it you could run through a wall <laughs> yeah and like a movie score just, yeah like a movie score exactly i, I like it. lots of movie soundtracks uh things like that yeah Awesome. Now that's cool, man. I actually first heard someone talk about that when they was talking about when they write, they like to play movie scores like uh, yeah, Jason yeah. Bourne and, you know, right. action movie yeah. scores kind of get you, you know, and I actually, I, I made a post not too long ago about playing action movie scores while I work. I feel like I'm getting more yep. accomplished, whatever reason. Oh, you, you know, do. So. You do. And <laughs> I could be running the same speed, but when that music is on, you know, yeah. I feel like I'm, the first person across the Boston Marathon finishing line. You know? <laughs> awesome. I'm going to have to try that. I don't run much. Yeah, I, yeah. I I work out, I lift, but yeah, running, I, yeah. I don't do much unless I'm getting chased or something, <laughs> which don't happen often. Um, next yeah. signature bar question is, what book or books are you currently reading? Yeah, so at the moment, a friend of mine, Nate Nathan Pickowitz, up in uh, New Hampshire. Um, he's a, yeah, he's a pastor up in New Hampshire. A uh, great guy. We are dear friends. Uh, we just signed a contract with Reformation Heritage Books, uh, publishing a book on the American Puritans. So we're doing mm -hmm. different biographical sketches. Uh, that book will be published next year. And so I'm actually knee deep into the biographical accounts that I'm writing at the moment. Um, so I'm reading a lot about the uh, Plymouth folks uh, who came over, uh, who landed at Plymouth, the Mayflower. I'm reading about John Winthrop. I'm reading about many others, um, and Bradstreet, others uh, who really influenced uh, the trajectory of our country uh, during that period. 
I'm also, in addition to that, I'm preparing lectures now. I leave in a couple of weeks to teach in Ireland. I'm preparing Church History One lectures, so I'm reading in the patristics. So even when you graduate, listeners, from a very strong academic program, that doesn't mean you have the freedom to read what you want to read. <laughs> no, noted. You don't have to worry about yeah, me. I love noted, it all, but, noted. but I'm not reading fiction books. You know what I mean? I'm not reading I novels. Get it. <laughs> I yeah. get it. I get it. Good deal. All right. Last signature bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Yeah, um, I listen to very few podcasts just because I've I'm not got a lot into the podcast scene. Of course, Dwayne, I have listened to yours before, and so I have thoroughly enjoyed that. If I'm listening to sermons, I'm listening to people uh, like Sinclair Ferguson. Uh, mm-hmm. Derek Thomas, both are some of my favorite preachers alive now. I'm listening to John MacArthur. I'm listening to classic R.C. Sproul um, and some others. And so those are the the main people that I like to listen to for awesome. the encouragement and the feeding of my own soul. Sure, sure. Awesome. Good deal, yeah. man. All right, man. So that's all of the bar signature questions. And I always like to give my guests the floor, kind of to close out words of encouragement, anything that you want to announce, uh, I'll give it to you right here. Um, if it's anything you want to announce, this show probably will air, if not the last week in May, the first week in June. I'm not sure yet. Uh, so just keep that in mind if you have any dates or anything. Um, but I'm going to give you the floor to kind of give us a little word of encouragement in closing. Yeah, I think Dwayne, I've I've also I've kind of already announced some book projects and some conferences that I'm speaking at, and I thank you for the privilege to do that. I would just simply say, as a word of encouragement, uh, and you've seen some of this on my social media, that despite what all of your listeners may think in regard to reading through social media, seeing and recognizing the climate or the current climate of evangelicalism as being divisive and dividing um, and incorrect theologically, etc. Whatever the case may be, there's a tendency to become down, depressed, and discouraged Uh, because of that. Don't you dare do that for a moment. Um, God is still glorifying himself. God is still saving people. He's still drawing people to himself. The gospel is just as fresh and alive Christ is still building his church among the nations of the world by and through people. We don't know their names. We don't know the names of their churches, but God is still moving and gathering his sheep for the advance of his kingdom. So despite what you may see on social media, don't believe a word of it. Christ is still being glorified and he's returning soon. Awesome. That a big amen to that. Totally agree. To the listeners, make sure you guys check the bar out every Tuesday, favorite podcast. Make sure you check out the whole bar network. Monday, we got Pastor Discussion. Tuesday, the bar, of course. Wednesday, just thinking. Thursday, bars, biblical reform spinners, and Mario Esco. And Saturday, we have Truth and Fire, the podcast. Make sure you go to the bargear.com, pick you up some bar gear with shirt, t-shirt, uh, polo summertime now so we got some dad hats and some uh trucker hats and all of that good stuff uh go to the bar gear.com to pick that up thank you again dustin for being on the show to the 
listeners, till next time, God bless, and we are out. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there